Welcome to Grown Dad Business. We're here. This is an exciting day. I'm, I'm excited, uh, not only because Kid Mental's here on the beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A.K.A. Jerome Jones the Third, A.K.A. Sketch Jones, A.K.A. Rome Daddy. <laughs> A.K.A. Kid Rome. Uh, we're here in the dad quarters, and I'm excited to have Scott McTaggart. Scott Mac. Present. Scott Ooh, right? That was Isn't that This is look, <laughs> you're a gentleman and a scholar. That was pretty sweet. Thank this you. is one of my favorite parts of the podcast now is when Jerome drops your little tag. Oh, he's smooth. He drops your McTaggart Kid you Mental. Like like yeah, let's, is this one of those games where afterwards you're going to like are you going to like hit me up to buy it later? Like, is that how this works? It's like when you're in the newspaper and they're like, you can buy reprints of that photo. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. That's what happens when you, uh, this is a, I just stopped myself. Like this is a douchey thing to say. <laughs> when you win awards, they try to sell you. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. If you like, like plaques. I mean, it's great that you won this, but it would be even better if you gave us $200 to put it on your wall. And listen, I've, en- I've engraved, I've, I've gotten plaques engraved in my life, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Business uh, prizes, whatever. Obviously. Uh, accolades. I mean, I could tell. You got it in your step. And when they're like, oh, we can send you a, a, a an engraving, it's like $400. I was yes. like, I could get that at Things Remembered at the mall for $49.99, whatever. Which is what they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, talk, we're actually talking business right like, now. Let's not pretend, right? Yeah. Like, they're sitting there going like, how deep does their egotism go? Hmm. Yeah, I know. It feels right? like four hundred to me. I'm thinking yeah. four, four bills, four bills. All right, void vo- by voice acclamation. But how then, much do you think we can get Cliver to spend on this plaque? And then they sit around, <laughs> and somebody's like two hundred. Somebody's like, you know what? Those are rookie numbers. Pump those numbers. But you know what's funny is speaking of egotism, who pays for that? So if anybody Dude. from the Western PA area who's, who's won a newspaper award, did you pay for that? Yeah. Okay, but you know what? If you have the money, why not, right? I don't, look, I'm not here to tell you about the sins of the past, How right? successful... Like, like, I get the feeling like we're going to alienate like a certain percentage of people that are going to be like, I did that, and I think it's rude for you to point out that I shouldn't have. Oh, the so, owner the owner of, of uh, Best Italian Restaurant, which is my friends. But, like... <laughs> or, thank or God, because like, I wasn't sure where that joke was like, going to land. Oh, you know what? Uh, who's listening? Luke Woolley, did you buy one of those plaques? Did you... You know what? We got to get Luke Woolley on here to talk about fish for no reason. I don't know if he's ever coming now. No, I know. I think he, I think he done pooch that All I one. did was ask him if he bought a plaque. Mm-hmm. But, I think you asked everybody and but he just happened to be there. But they th- that's someone that's exponentially more uh I think uh, you were like successful hey, than I am. everybody on the internet. Do you think Luke did? PS Luke's probably you know, gonna prefer to have this conversation in a one by one, one on one setting. No, you know what? This I is, just work here, bud. What do he I know? He probably has an office. I don't even have an office. You're in a room that's decorated half with kids stuff and half with my nerdy dad stuff. So, <laughs> where's the kid stuff? Oh, it's all ki- okay. It's all kid stuff, but most of it's mine. Yeah, Scott. 
Welcome to the dad quarters. Soak it in, buddy. Man, I kind of get the feeling like I just jumped right into the middle of your whole podcast splash there. This where is. supposed to be like telling people like, hi, this is the podcast no. and these are the things. And I'm no. like, hi, can I talk now? Go ahead. Okay. No, this is great. Thanks for, no, really, thanks for talking because I always get worried. I talk a lot, so yeah. I'm always worried. I'm like, shut up, Aaron. Scott might have something to say. It's not likely. How long have we been talking where everyone's like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> but they read the description. They don't care. Scott McTaggart. Dude, uh, Scott has an incredible uh, podcast with uh, friends from Epicats called Pitchworks Podcast. Thank you. The Pitchwork. Wait, the Pitchworks. Yeah, it's P-I-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S. Pitchworks. Yeah, Pitchworks. Talk about sales I was like, did and I miss a word in there? Startups and basically just, you know, how it is that you talk about your ideas out there, you know, um, the kind that make you money. Yeah, and why that's fascinating to me is why I wanted to talk to you. You know, my my amazing producer, Sereny, is over here sitting in the director's chair. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it's, she is literally in a director's She's like, can I sit here as this decoration? Uh, and I was and you like, you just both. got a point. You just got like a somewhat, I don't know, didactic point yeah, this, there. That was a, she's got many podcast symbols. I don't think that was podcast. I no. think that was shut up. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Like, I'm but, pretty sure that's the universal language of shut up. Yeah. Which but, is not unlike the universal language of love. But true. A little bit more direct. No, but I I thought it was exciting to have you on because I, I listened to your podcast, the Pitchworks podcast, and half of it is really penetrating my brain. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other half is so much business talk. And, and I'm like, wait, I, I, I don't have an MBA, so I don't know half of what they're talking about. Dude, get right out of my house with what you just said. Okay. So, I don't have an MBA. I am a college okay, but, dropout. But I say That's things... That's real. But I, I say things that don't make sense because I'm a comedian. So, I, I'm, I'm... I'm As opposed to the rest of us yeah, that are right, always true. on the hard logic track. <laughs> right, right, Come right. on, Aaron. You got to pay more but attention no, to the rest of us. I, I want to I wanna talk about that. I want to talk about, like... You know how uh, how businesses and comedy, and how you know what you talk about on your podcast. I want to like pick your brain. Do the thing, man. You know what I mean. I love that. Do it because as I listen to your podcast, you know, there's so many times where I'm like, "That's what I do." Yeah. This is kind of. I'm a small business owner. You totally are. 100%. Like I'm like. Whoa. Yeah, and you got to take care of every every last bit of it too. Right? You know what's I want to like no job is not uh, your job, dude. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you understand that because it's a lot of times you know people have small businesses. You, I mean, I'm like I'm everything. Yeah, you have I'm, to be when you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. Well, you know, hang on. Let me, what, what? let me make it worse, right? Okay. So is this? You, hold on. Save that thought. I'm gonna run the intro because I want to get into the meat of it. Okay, but here's the thought. I forgot to tell you how my podcast works. <laughs> It's all right. I think we're doing all right. I love this. Serenity has only pointed us angrily this one is time be a so far. Three part series. So no, for real. Like when you look at like what's going on on Congress or whatever, you know they they bring Jamie Dimon in from the head of a huge bank, and they're like, so why didn't you know what was happening in the Chicago branch office? Like if it's good enough for him, yeah, <laughs> to have to be accountable to some dude twenty five layers of management beneath him, right? You out of your house are totally screwed. You're responsible for everything. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. You know one of my favorite. Th- I want to tell you one of my favorite uh, business things a friend said to mine because I thought you would enjoy it. So my buddy's like, he goes, you know, because you're always, when you run your own business, you're always, you know, you're talking to friends and you're like, am I doing all right? Am I making the right decisions? You know? And my good buddy, Drew Sample, he's an urban farmer, has his own business in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to my homie. Yeah, that's cool stuff. Really cool. And um, he's like, dude, he goes, you know, you're an international businessman. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a he lot to like, take in. Well, he, I was like, what? He goes, you've performed all over North America in multiple countries. 
You've signed contracts in different countries. You're an international businessman. Yeah. He's like, you have listeners, like 8% of my listeners are not from North America. And here's why you've never thought of it that way. And I was because like. Because it's poison to think of it that way. And I was like, what? No. Oh, no, no. Because he's talking as the guy who writes your LinkedIn profile. And you're thinking as the guy who needs to stay humble. Oh, absolutely. Right? So when I, but when I hear that, I only hear it as like a funny thing. A li- most of it. I mean, yeah, but I mean. I, did, I didn't take it as like, that's right. People love I'm it. an no, international. No, 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 no. People get themselves into this situation where they buy their own bullshit and then they can't figure out why. Oh. Like, like, I'm super successful, right? Yeah. The best advice I give people is just make sure you know that your friends will tell you the truth. Yeah. Like, like don't pump my tires. I feel good. Tell me what it looks like out there. I, you know, I love, I love hearing that because I think uh, surrounding yourself with people that know you and you can trust and will tell you the truth is very important. And it's been very important to me in the last ha- half of my comedy career. Okay, so the truth is in short supply for everybody. Yeah. Right? Um, hold, you hold that thought. Because I want. I'm not going to speak again until you tell me to. Because now, because now, because <laughs> now, because I like running the intro as long as I can sometimes, and then people are like Aaron, seriously. But like, when's the intro going to be? When are we going to? Right now. Going Dad's business with Aaron Cliver. Hey, that's my dad's name. Rate and review. Subscribe and share. About to get super dope. Friends, thanks for joining us today with Scott McTaggart. I want to say thank you so much for supporting the show, for listening. Please, if you're on iTunes, if you're listening, and any other podcast streaming service, we're on there. Please review, rate, any way you can, share it. Also, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. That's where basically you can support creative people that you love. That's what it is. I know Patreon says something different. I think it's a weird way to sell it. I think it's the way to subscribe to Aaron Kleiber. And if you subscribe, there's little, there's there's a lot, there's a little, you can do whatever you want, but you get cool stuff. We send you things. Uh, you get free uh, stand-up clips, shirts, stickers, an exclusive bonus post-show for Grown Dad Business. And you can also on Patreon check out Kid Mental, bringing the beats, doing well, engineering. Look at that. There he is. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Kid Mental is on there, too. And we also did a little Grown Dad shirts together. Our exclusive apparel sponsor, Ink Division, ink-division.com. They print amazing apparel. They ship and work nationwide. Check out ink-division.com. And you can see our shirts on GrownDadBusiness.com. Wu-Tang inspired. Uh, BC Boys inspired and uh, all kinds of dad things and funny things. Go check that out. Grown Dad Shirts, GrownDadBusiness.com. I love you guys. Be kind, be funny. We're here. Yeah. Scott. You're listening to Grown Dad Business. Look at that. Scott, look, he's got drops. You want to hear your drop one more time? I do. Just to get you back in the mood? I really honestly do. Get your joints juicing? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Like. Scott Mac T. Scott Mac You're going to need that every time you walk into a room now. I don't know. <laughs> I think I could maybe just once a day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I could, you know, it suffer feels good. through just one time a day. Kidmental.com and...
Sign up for your free theme song. There See it that? is. There you go. Boom. Free. You can get your free theme song, a little drop, your yep. own free drop. KidMitchell.com slash free stuff. I love the hustle on this guy, and I'm not halfway kidding. Like, you- I bumped into him by accident, watching him do his thing, and it was great. <laughs> do you know why he's in my living room? I have a feeling it has something to do with the hustle I just referenced a second ago. Bro, me same with same with her. Same with, like the people, like I'm like, oh, you can't do ten things. I don't want to talk to you because I don't got time for I don't got time for people that have time to sit around. I sit around a lot. Thank you why for, you're here. Thank you for coming into the interview. You'll note there's twelve things on that coffee table. <laughs> Juggle them. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but, right? But Aaron, I can't... Shut up! Yeah, we're not even recording yet. I have four puzzles and an SAT Eleven sheet. of them should be out of your hands now. <laughs> I, uh... Okay, so, see, what happens when I stop for an intro? I forget what I'm talking about. But you remember, right? Probably. <laughs> you, 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 aren't you supposed to run official business meetings sometimes? Aaron, I want you to look at my chin. Okay. I want you to see all the gray hairs that live there. Yeah. And I want you to wonder why I'm the one in charge of remembering. Okay, that's a good. That's a good idea. Okay. So, what I was I was talking about. I, you were telling me to be humble, and that I'm not an international businessman. No, that's not what you said. But I thought it was an interesting thing that you know we run a small business all by ourselves. And that's yeah. so when I'm listening to Pitchworks podcast, ding, ding, um, when I'm listening to that, you know, I'm like, like I said in the intro, I'm like, I understand kind of what you're saying, but like, I think I do that. I just call it something in layman's terms. Well, let's all seriousness. Let's go back to first principles. Yeah. No matter what you do, you're selling, right? Yeah. You have to explain Absolutely. your ideas to other people. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to believe that you and Ed and Day are good friends. From yeah, of course. Of okay. course. So, right about like my 30th episode, I brought those guys in. Yeah. And look, they're they're sweet dudes, right? I love them, they, yeah. They, they'll just put up with whatever I throw at them. And still friends with them, hustlers. <laughs> and and they were just like, yeah, sure, we'll do your show. Yeah. We have no idea why you want that. Right. But sure, businessman, we'll right. come on in, like, wear our neckties, do the thing. And... They come in and I was Did like, they ties? No, of course not. No, come on. Come on. Day I, had a, a hemp microphone wrapped around his neck. That feels right. Yeah, and, I know. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting there and, you know, all I wanted to talk about was how when you get up on stage, and this is true for you too, when right. you get up on stage, um, no one owes you a laugh. Right. Right? That is critically important to what I'm talking about because you need to understand the audience. The audience is your customer. They're determining whether or not they're going to spend money to come back and see you. It's really, really important that when you're up on stage, you're listening to what their reactions are. You know how to sort of play your yep. instrument yeah. to people that are deciding whether or not they want to spend money on this experience again. But comedians have it probably harder than anybody because their failures are in public. Oh my gosh. Right? Well, that, so, that, that is the thing with stand-up. Is that's I always, why I had them in. Yeah, anyone ever says about stand-up is like, you know, oh, you get to get up there and like get laughs. And I'm like, yeah, but when you fail, you take it all on the you face. You can be like, great I and mean, still fail. Oh, yeah. Right? Of course, of you course. You accidentally be playing just as like the Mormon convention drops a bus <laughs> off out front. Uh, yeah, that happens. No, sure. I'm sure you all have a great sense of humor. Yeah, sure. Keep, send your hate mail up, Aaron. Yeah, um, but the, um, there are so many factors oh, yeah. in whether or not you succeed that you should just accept that failure is part of it. But the thing is, like I said, with comedians... Well, how do you be great you without failure, there. right? Well, that's true, too. Just... But like with comedians, it's a really hard life, right? You take it... Oh, yeah. Like... You take it personally and you'll die of it. 
because yeah. all you're doing every night is market research, market validation. Do people yeah. want what I've got? Yeah. And when they say no, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden now you go and become a bank teller. See, now when you say market research and audience and yep, sales, yep. for me, I'm just like, my whole business is... Please like me. I don't Please agree. like me. No, that's not true. There's structure to what you do. <laughs> Please listen. There's 100% structure to what you do. Sure, jokes, absolutely. Jokes have structure. Yeah. Well, the business, too, is a lot crazier than people think. I feel like that... I feel like that we should do a whole series on comedy business, like an inside series, because it People is... People will hate to hear it, though. You <laughs> well, know you know that. what? The comedians that listen to it, they're interested because it works different for everybody. Yeah, because they already know it's ugly. Yeah, it's super ugly. And yeah. everyone has their own path. That's that's a weird thing about the comedy business, is that, like, would you, I don't know. Would you say that, like, if someone is selling a certain widget, let's say... You know, everybody that's, I guess, uh, selling business uh, consulting, yeah. you know, it, there's a there's a path to that, right? Yeah, there's, there should there's, be. There's like, there's a couple paths. There should be. There should be like a structure to how you go about. Right. Like basically turning over all the rocks and finding out what you should say to this person versus that person. Right. Or like if, if you know, I'm going to start my own real estate, you know, agency. There's a path to that. Yep. With comedy, there's, there's a point A, but... To get to point Z, good luck finding B through Y. Like it's just because everybody will see. It's like it's like you know how in uh, Back to the Future there's 1985 A and B in comedy. Thank you, Jerome. Dad nerd moment. I mentioned Back to the Future. Uh, Very good. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be more of those. Uh, but <laughs> okay, you know what? Wow! So, but like, with <laughs> Do you comedy, owe him money or something? He came at you for that. No, he just—he's got those hotkeys. He wait does. To, you wait till I get my own hotkeys. I'll just be—I'll just have a—I'll just have a boo of a or a, or, or a nay when you. Mm. When you do crickets, I'll say, nay, nay, nay. I'll get it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. A dough. I get the feeling like I wandered into audio meme territory. <laughs> We're having a meeting. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Audio meme territory. No, but. I think you guys just invented something. It's yeah. lame as hell, but you invented it. Audio memes. Start cutting some audio memes out of the cast, Rome Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're, yeah, little snippets. There little you snippet go. memes. Um, no, well, what I meant to say is that in comedy, there's 1985, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I mean, there are so many different ways. You know, I see my friends now, you know, they're headlining clubs because they have funny videos on Instagram. Yeah. You know, Tony Baker, holla at your boy. You know, uh, you know, there's people like that. and But there's also people that are selling a shitty product that Instagram is also. But we see that all the time, right? In so there's business. a young woman that just joined SNL in the last couple of years. Um, uh, I think her name is Melissa, but her last name is like Via Senor. And she oh, yeah. does I mean, impressions. Yeah, I and know that's how she, she is. That's how she got there was YouTube impressions. Yeah, absolutely. From now, SNL, yeah. But here's what's interesting about what you just said about the, right. you know, step B, step C, step D. I think about this quote a lot. Uh, one of the Ramones was once asked about the scene in Seattle, yeah. right? Like the grunge scene in the 90s, right? Right, right. And he's like, I don't understand why these people work together because in New York, we used to rip each other's posters down. Right. Right. Comedy feels like Dee Dee Ramone is ripping your poster down all the time, right? Like, Oh, yes. Like, I don't know. It, oh, that's funny. It's like every band is ripping each other's bands down. In New York, in the 70s, in the punk yes. scene, the Ramones, that was what they were right. living with. 
right? Right, right. In Seattle, you know, you've got like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, whatever, Kumbaya Circle all the time. Right. And the Ramones just did not understand. And that quote has stuck with me for a long time. It's mm. like the scene is an important part of yes. sort of the recipe. Oh, yes. And I'm sorry, like I've met an awful lot of comedians who think in terms of zero sum. Like if for me to succeed, you have to fail. Right. Oh, yeah. No. And I don't know if that's true or not. I hope it's not. No. Thankfully, I don't have no. to be in that business, so I'll never yeah, find no. out. But that's there a are bad, definitely that's a, people that think that. That's a bad way to think. I mean, because because the way the way you look at it is like like I was saying, like there's people, you know, there's all these different paths. Like so I was like, Instagram, for instance, right? Like I, my friend Tony Baker started putting on funny videos. I don't know if you saw him. He, he does voiceovers of animals. Really funny. You know, just like whatever, Cram, Kirkpatrick, all this shit. I think it's I told you before we started recording. I'm so bad with names. Oh, that's okay. Even if I knew that's Tony fine. really well, no, I don't. That's right. But so, but the thing was, it's like you look at what he's doing. Really great comedian, fond of vehicle, now has asses in seats. That's cool. Can sell tickets. That's cool, especially in this town. Exactly. Oh no, this is he's nationwide. He's in L.A. I mean, yeah. Oh, where did he get started? Uh, L.A. Okay. Yeah, he's been in L.A. Most I mean, that's of his a life. huge leg up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now he's able to fill seats and headline shows. But there's other people that just go viral because it's so silly and viral. And then those people start getting spots that you want. And maybe their talent's not there. And you're like, what the heck? And instead of getting mad, because a lot of people are like, he's a hack. He sucks. Well, of course, you're going to say that. But then you also go, but what are they doing right? They're doing something right. It's about finding the, what people are ready to trade dollars for. Right. No matter what you do. Right. Like, l- let's take this conversation out of comedy because I think for a lot of no, people, yeah. that's that's a squishy topic. They have a hard time understanding it. And what they do understand of it is sort of like the movie version. Yeah, right. Right? Like a lot of comedian, you know, business. Yes. In movies is a little bit cleaner, a little bit straightforward, a little bit less yeah. pay your dues. Right? The closest, if if anybody wants to know the closest thing, I'm telling you, really, yeah. the closest thing, honestly, is was Mrs. Maisel. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, you know there there's a there's you know the show on Showtime. I'm dying up here. That's supposed to loosely be the comedy store, but everybody that's been to the comedy store are like, mm, it's not really like that. Okay, it wasn't really like that. Yeah, you know. And then there's a couple other shows that has stand up in it, but. Uh, Mrs. Maisel getting started in the first season, watching that, my wife's looking at me like, oh, this is like stories you've told me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, isn't it crazy that a story about a woman in the 50s doing stand-up is like today? Like yeah. it was the most accurate portrayal of stand-up still. So I'm married to an actress, and right. I'm here to tell you. Oh, then you, that's a whole, now that I know that about that. you, there's, there's a, a whole thing. Yeah. That, right? Um, you know, it's just sort of like... I don't know. Don't take it personal, kid. Yeah. Like, they may as well just have it tattooed on their foreheads. No expectations, no disappointment. Don't, yeah, don't take it personal. <laughs> that's one of my... With acting, uh, that's one of the things where, you know, the other side of things that I do. Mm-hmm. Going on auditions and acting and, and you know, people are like, I got an audition. I'm like, okay. Great. Go to 500 other people. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I was like, no expectations, no disappointment. Until I'm in my trailer... <laughs> Signing in on Dude, my when SAG you're in the form? trailer, you're still probably celebrating too early. Oh, that's that's funny because if I had a podcast about being cut from things, there it is. I've had thirteen. I would have thirteen episodes of a podcast. What do you yeah. think? Should we get on that? That's <laughs> well, not a terrible idea because thirteen again, things I've been cut from. But but okay. So let's talk about young people for a second because yeah. this is incredibly germane to their mm. their journey, right? When you look at the thirty and under crowd right now, mm-hmm. they are they're being fed this idea that if they're not a prodigy on day one, that they should quit. 
right? Mm. And nobody's telling them the stories about 13 different times I've been cut. Yep. My wife had a speaking role as a major character until they had a union beef and they needed to basically yep. trade her role to, to settle the beef. Wait, was oh, oh So okay, in other words, yeah. she was getting her card, yep. right? Yep. And then she wasn't. Yep. Because they were like, we can make this go away if we give up that speaking role yep. to this other person. Yep. And now all of a sudden everything's fine. And my wife <laughs> yep. has been telling people, this is years ago, but she's telling people like, I have a like a cool role in a Tom Cruise movie. Right, right. And now she doesn't. Yep. Um, I've been replaced by stunt people at last minute. Oh, wow. I've been... Uh, lost the complete movie altogether because of a location change. So to close the loop, right? Yes. Like they they and I hate to sound like Andy Rooney here, but like the <laughs> the idea of them just sort of expecting a really good experience having a lot of success early comes from that sort of Instagrammy kind of mm-hmm. vibe that people push out that everything's great. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm just meant to be... Perception marketing. Yeah. That's what I... Right. Is that a thing well, in business? I call it that. I mean, I think all you, marketing is perception. So, I mean, in, well, in yeah. a way, right? But what I mean, but, personalities, like individuals, there's a lot of smoke oh, like and mirrors. like the personal brand thing is totally yeah. about like, hi, uh, no big deal, but I'm sort of a prodigy. Things are great. Hey. I'm amazing. No big deal, but like all Social of media this content. amazingness... <laughs> Is not a paid prop. Right, right. And, and you know, I, I think we need to spend more time just sort of like showing them the failures and showing them that ugly bit. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like nobody really feels like they want to tell on the casting director, tell mm-hmm. on the agency, tell right. on the whatever. But by not telling on those people, the young people think that it's supposed to be easy. Right. And when it's not easy for them, they decide that they are probably just not yeah. meant to do a thing. I, I did. I spoke at my my, my sister. Holler at my sister. Uh, she's a uh, she's a guidance counselor. She had me at a middle school. That's tough. To talk about acting and comedy. Yeah. Middle and, school's war. And what do you think all these kids wanted to ask me about and talk about? Are you on YouTube? That's it. I know. That's it. Yeah. And they began, then I had 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds tell me how I get famous. Yep. They're telling me what I should be doing. So I did an episode with this guy. Should I say they're wrong? Uh, They're not wrong. Let me tell you something. This guy. But I also wanted to kill them all. Did market (laughs) research and found out something like 60% of kids want to be YouTube stars more than anything else. My niece told me that at the dinner table. That's what they want. (laughs) I was like, oh, isn't that nice? And then someone was just like, well, just start making contact uh, content, brah. Yeah. Right? Like, just just get out there and start making stuff. Also not wrong. <laughs> it is for a 10-year-old. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. Because if you think middle school's war now, wait yeah, till right. your flubs are out there. Yeah, right. Right? Wait till your high-pitched voice or your weird Put clothes. yourself in, put your face forward in front of everybody. They're not built for this, nor right. should they be. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we are kind of building the world's most perfect machine for mechanically destroying our children in this regard, right? I like, don't disagree with that. Now we're getting dads, into, now we're getting into dad stuff as dads, with the business like that, end of things. That scares me. It does scare me because I see the business end of my thing where I'm on TikTok and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? But I know I need to see what's you're happening the here. Chinese access to your smartphone. That's what you're doing. That's what TikTok <laughs> is. It's just like, Thanks, Scott. Hey, you know what? I'm, I, start- I'm nothing if not a rainbow of opportunities. I love this. Of optimism. Oh. Grown dad business. 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 <laughs>
that we stole.